So hi, Well the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Jared, aka Veins. And we're asking him some questions today. I'm gonna start. Uh so what inspired the creation of the project and what does the project name mean? Um the creation of the project was actually I wrote a song for someone else mm-hmm. and they didn't want it. And so I said I will just use it myself. Fair enough. Uh and the name came from my old manager. Um, my last name is Gaines, spelled the same way with with a G. Mm-hmm. And my my old manager, we were looking for a name for months, and he said, uh, uh, "Hey, why don't we go with Veins?" And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's like my name." And he was he was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "It's like my last name." He's like, "What's your last name?" And I was like, "Dude, we you've been my manager for two years. What do you mean?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What What do you mean? You that wasn't intentional. Name. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations on your newest EP, Electric Blue. How do you feel the response to it so far? Um, it's been awesome. Uh. It just feels good to put it out. I really don't care what it does once it's out. That's fair. <laughs> if everyone hates it at the same time, it's critically flamed, it flops. I'm just like so happy that it's out because I'm just so anxious before mm-hmm. it comes out. And then I release the music and it's out in the world. There's nothing I can do about it now. So are you like some, an artist that just like once it's out, you don't care, you don't read any reviews, you don't like look at comments, none of that shit? Oh, I I look at every comment and I read every single review. Oh wow! And I respond okay. to every comment because I'm very petty. So <laughs> I used to do this thing right when I got signed to Hopeless. Um, they would put my videos up, and it was very different than what Hopeless Records normally has on their mm-hmm. on their page and what they what they promote. Mm-hmm. And people were like, "What's happening to Hopeless Records? Oh my god! This isn't the Hopeless Records I know. Where's all the pop punk?" And uh, everyone was like, hey, man, don't read the comments. And I'm like, oh, I'm in the comments. I'm responding to all these people. I'm trying- <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late, man. God. Yeah, I, I read everything and I, I, I watch everything. And I just I'm better at um, I'm better at not taking things personally now. But um, but yeah, no, I see everything. Yeah, well, uh, like, how do you make sure that that doesn't, like, affect your mental health? Because, like, I can't read too much negative shit without being like, God, I suck at everything. <laughs> Being on TikTok helps because everyone hates you on TikTok, regardless of what you do. So uh, I think like knowing that um, what helps is that the the only time people comment on something that I'm doing, it's never anything like very personal about me. Um, When I when I come out with a song or I come out with something that someone doesn't like, they're like, this song sucks. And I was like, well, I wasn't born with this song. So exactly. Yeah. It's just something I made. You don't have to like it. As, as long as they're not like, this guy seems like he'd be a bad friend. I'm like, oh, that, <gasps> that hurts just my untrue. feelings more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what okay, I mean? So it's yeah. not anything personal. So I'm just like, that's ah, fine. That makes sense. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Look at that. um, so is there any meaning behind the EP name or the cover art? Yeah. The, uh, the EP name comes from the song Closer to You, which is the first song I wrote on the EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of just like... Um, it's like a symbol for the feeling the whole EP is kind of about um, dealing with uh, mental health issues at the same time as trying to have a healthy and stable relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. And um, the lyrics to closer to you, the chorus is uh, paralyzed electric blue is a feeling I will never lose. And it's just kind of, it's just what um, to me, 
my mental health like feels like if I try to envision it, it just feels like I'm in a dark room and there's like this, I imagine like a big neon light that just blinks in my face and it's like, you'll never, ever be rid of me. I'll be here for forever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm depression sign. I'm a neon depression sign. And, okay. and that's like kind of where it comes from. But the whole EP is not about like sulking and being uh, like at the mercy of the thing. It's kind of overcoming it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And the cover art. And the cover art is mm-hmm. blue. <laughs> <laughs> the cover art, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm based in LA, but right now I'm back home for the pandemic um, mm-hmm. in Northern New York. And uh, I had this big lofty idea of what I wanted to do with the cover art. And uh, it just couldn't be done with with like the scenario we were in. So we mm-hmm. made do and a very awesome and friendly photographer in uh in new york said that he would do um like a photo shoot with me and try to help with the the cover art and it just we went there and it was a good time so i whatever came out of it was going to be fine with me and then we finally got it and i was like this is awesome i could it's just very simple and 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 i was i was in love with it that's good i killed it Hell what yeah. was that original idea that you weren't able to do at the time? The original idea was I wanted to get, um, and this didn't make it very far because uh, <laughs> because of like the difficulty of it, but I wanted to get like a, a photo shoot done. And then I wanted to render whatever our favorite photo was uh, in an oil painting by somebody. Okay. Um, and then the shadow um, of my shadow uh mm-hmm. would have like electricity sparks coming out of it okay um and we kind of did that with the mm-hmm. with the art now it's like there's a little bit of electricity in the shadow mm-hmm. so um i was like happy with that but the original idea was much more of like a dramatic yeah kind of image i had in my head and then someone was like i don't think that <laughs> i don't think we can get that done right now because there's a uh, global crisis and i'm like no that's fair <laughs> yeah. that's fair. fair enough yeah that's fair. okay that's fair. all right <laughs> oh, would you ever consider doing when you have the chance to do it if you ever do uh would you ever think about doing like an alternative cover and it's that the original idea i'm thinking um so like i said earlier as soon as i put something out i'm on to the next one. Oh yeah and i have this I have this idea for what I think the next record is going to be. And I think it would be a really good idea to use some of the elements that I wanted to do on this, the cover for this one mm-hmm. and just use it for the next one. So mm-hmm. I'm already starting. I'm, I'm in the early plannings of, of what the, what the next record is going to be like. And that's definitely making an appearance at some point. All right. Okay, cool. Well, that's hopefully good. you don't yeah. shoot the next cover art in the middle of a global pandemic. So you can pull that all yeah, off. Yeah. Hopefully we just like, don't, <laughs> Hopefully by the time I do that, that won't be a problem, but who knows? Yeah, at who this knows? point. Exactly. Who knows? Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this record? Yeah, the writing process, it, this was um, not traditionally like produced or tracked or written at all. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote the first song, Closer to You, in 2019, um, and then released a bunch of, like just kind of sat on it and released a bunch of singles Um as I wrote them. So I just kind of was running and gunning singles. Um, mm-hmm. Any song that you heard after that, um, aside from my song, She's Not You, was kind of like done and then finished and then released. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
the record label wanted an EP and I wanted an EP pretty badly. And I just wasn't satisfied with any of the songs to accompany um, that song closer to you. And then one day I wrote um, the song disappear track three. And, uh, and I immediately knew what the EP was going to be about. And it all just kind of came to me, but over the course of months, I wrote everything and then I would get a demo at my house done because I kind of pride myself on doing a lot of the production on the songs. Um, and then I went into the studio with this producer named Courtney Ballard, who like crushed the EP, did such a good job. Um, and we just kind of like, as we finished them up, as we had time, kind of got them together, which helped out because I feel like uh, I have an EP that's five songs that I'm super, super proud of. And there, that I don't think there's... Uh, uh, any time when I'm listening to the EP where I feel like I, I could have done better um, mm-hmm. because I got to spend so much time on it. So I guess yeah. like that was cool with the pandemic. I got to spend way more time than I should have been able to spend yeah. <laughs> like writing and doing the EP. So that's kind of how the process was. Are you, Sick. are you an artist that like, if it, the only way you're going to put it out is if it, uh, if the last project, uh, the, the newer project outdoes the last one. So yeah. How exactly are you going to top something that you think is currently mm-hmm. perfect? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, you can't just give me that. I struggled to get the question out. <laughs> Come on. Uh, um, that's something I talk to like my family about a lot. My my family is like really um, like fascinated by me doing music, and they're like, "Do you ever get scared that you like wrote a song and you'll never be able to top it?" And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so often so often and so i wrote uh uh i like broke like snapped my streak of not being able to top the last song um with the ep i I have five songs i'm like these are the best songs i've ever written these are awesome uh and then i'm going into writing some new stuff and i'm like how am i going to even beat one of the songs let alone all five yeah there's i don't know (laughs) and i do i have to beat whatever I just did for myself to be like satisfied. It doesn't have to be overall better. I just feel like I have to beat something about it. Mm-hmm. So I tend to just kind of hit my head against the wall for hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, it's not good enough. And I like crumple up pages and throw them at the wall all dramatically. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. You'll do it. You'll do it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Easy. Thanks guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to pick your favorite lyric off the CP and tell us the meaning behind it. Favorite lyric off the EP is I'm uncomfortable to ask you if you'll stay. Am I just using you to make me feel okay? Uh, which is on Closer to You. Closer to You is like the song that is the EP for me. Mm-hmm. Um, whole thing was based off of that. And um, it is about like, again, falling in love with somebody, but not kind of having that same emotion for yourself. Um, struggling with mental health, it's kind of hard to see yourself as someone who can be loved and then when you try to love somebody else you don't have the same love for yourself and it's just kind of like this whole like head case thing that's very confusing and it makes you second guess things so um i wrote that lyric and it kind of unlocked the whole song we grinded that song out um for days and days and days we couldn't write anything to the to the instrumental because it was so good Mm -hmm. um and it's the only the only instrumental on the whole ep that i didn't write I, i just showed up and it was there for me and i was like this is a masterpiece Perfect. i don't know how to write over this. Uh, <laughs> so it just took so long and then i i wrote that long that that line in the in the second verse um which was originally in the first verse and then the whole song came out and then this whole idea for like what an ep could be came from that 
So you write the instrumental first and then your vocals? Yeah, usually there's there's a couple songs that I don't do that with. Um, my best songs, I not only write like the instrumental and the vocals at the same time, but I also write the music video with it. Oh, wow. Like as I go. Wow. My song, um, my song, She's Not You, um, which uh, just kind of came out at an inopportune time. But um, I, I, I remember I was writing that and I wrote that like a couple years before I got signed to Hopeless. And I was writing the lyrics and the instrumental kind of together, switching the chords and going into new things and then imagining the scene that was playing out with what the music video would be so those like the, that's like the best songs i write like i get finished with those I'm like oh my god yes that's this is the one mm-hmm. yeah um all of the songs on the ep i finished um instrumentally first um because i knew it was going to be very guitar heavy and there's going to be a lot of riffs and a lot mm-hmm. of uh like fun guitar stuff and um it was easy for me to get in there and like write around the guitar and then put vocals on afterwards but that's kind of not usually how i do it but that is how i did it for the cp all right okay. that's impressive just how you knock out <laughs> everything for a song well usually in like one go that's... yeah and i don't ever finish a song that i started and didn't finish right when i wrote it uh i start a song and if it's not done within like i would say probably a 24-hour period of me finishing it then it doesn't ever come out wow wow I don't ever that's finish really it. strict it's it's kind of it's just like so, so originally i thought maybe i was a genius i was like that's what's going on i must be a <laughs> lyrical genius that mm. if i don't finish it it's just not good enough uh-huh. exactly. and then i found yeah. out it's because i'm not that good of a songwriter it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's it i'm like I, yeah i can't finish it after 16 hours because i run out of ideas <laughs> oh so but yeah no i i and and when i say i write the music video too the music video doesn't come out the one that i imagine in my head is not the one we ever end up going with because (laughs) talented video people come in Mm -hmm. and say here's what i see for the video and i go yep Yep. mm -hmm, we'll do that one i tried to do my own music video um for Mm -hmm. my song summer is over and what i saw in my head was one thing and mm-hmm. then what we were able to do on screen with me kind of spearheading the project. Mm-hmm. Not the same. Yeah. Wouldn't I'm recommend close. it. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend. Oh. I, I should have given the director a little bit more leeway, you know? <laughs> Even I was like, what? You can't see my thoughts? Oh, Idiot. Come on, <laughs> Even the director's man. like, wow, this sucks. Like, what am I, I paying just, you for? I'm so glad I'm getting paid for He's, this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We paid him like criminally low money. He was, <laughs> he was just happy to be there, you know? Oh. <laughs> me and him talk all the time. He's a good guy. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're friends. We're friends. All right. Um. So, what song off this EP took the longest to write, and which one is your personal favorite? Closer you took the longest to write. It took three days. Um, which directly violates the rule that I just set up. For I was guys. just about to say, yeah. Come on, <laughs> which is why it was so hard, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite is my favorite is Heaven. Mm-hmm. Um because of the vibe I was able to create with it. Um, it reminds me, instrumentally, it reminds me of like the early 2000s kind of. Um, mm-hmm. There's like there's like this like fake drum beat, like almost like kind of like Ja Rule featuring Ashanti kind of beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the piano in the background yeah. and maybe, like, yeah, I, it just, it 
reminds me of that. And I remember while I was making it, I was like, oh, I hope it ends up sounding like this. And then I made the demo and I was like, oh, it sounds like that. Yes. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Make a win. Yeah. It's very gratifying to, to listen to now. And then I took it into the studio and it just got that much closer to that. Um, so those are at the closer you took a long, 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 long time. And heaven was done. Um, I finished heaven in like six hours, I think. Um, I just started it and then finished the whole thing. And when I say finished, I mean, I, I was done with the whole instrumental verse one chorus. And then that's finished to me because I can, I can do verses all day. As soon as I've established really easy to write a verse two for me. All right. Um, That's still a lot to do. So it's a lot. It's a lot to, it's a lot to sign myself up for too, because when I go up to write a song, like I have my studio upstairs and I'll go upstairs and I'll uh, tell my girlfriend, I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to go up and write a song real quick. And she goes, okay. And what that means for me is that I'm going to spend like five hours on a song and it might get to the point at the end of the thing where I'm like, that was a really intense five hours for a song that no one's ever going to hear that I'm going to close out of the project file. I'm going to bury it in the folder where I don't look at these songs anymore. (laughs) Get that whole session. If you're even happened. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you prep for those like long sessions of just music writing? Do you do energy drinks? Like, no, 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 no. I, I, um, I guilt myself into a long session. I feel I convince myself I'm not working hard enough. I go, I go, I'm downstairs. I'm playing some sort of video game and I'm like, what's wrong with you? And then that gives me all the fuel I need. (laughs) Okay. Everything that I would possibly need is right there in the shame that I hold in my chest right there. I go, Mm -hmm. it goes, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, Oh no. And then I go and, I'm able to just Lock crank it out. away. Yeah. Only cry a couple times, um, mm. way less than if I were to wait like maybe two days in between wow. readings. Okay. Um, okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of shame and then V8 energy, actually. If, if oh, dude. Yeah. I love V8 energy drinks. They, oh, my God. I love V8 energy. Like what's your favorite? Like, oh, I was just about to say that's my favorite one. Well, that and the mango one are like. The mango one's pretty solid. Here, I have a, I have a wrapper of the pomegranate blueberry. Oh, my right God. Here. Yeah. I have one like right next to me. They're great. <laughs> it's my lifeblood it's my fuel. as it should be as it should be yeah. um, delicious mm-hmm. so where was your headspace at while you were writing the cp um i i never realized actually how um how maybe sometimes dark and can, it can get when i'm writing i never think about like um when, when i'm done and i look back mm-hmm. i think Man, I think I, I think I was going through like a tough time. This like EP is kind of about a heavy topic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think I think I was actually doing a lot better um, when I was writing this than I normally am writing. Usually, I use music as kind of a tool to help myself. Yeah. Uh, and it's just worked. And every time I write something, it gets better. And and I think that's why. I feel like I can level up after everything I write is mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm like figuring myself out and kind of fixing myself as I go along. Yeah. So writing, writing electric blue is like, it's the, I think it's the first time I wrote something that was like really hopeful and like intently hopeful yeah. where I specifically wanted like the track listing even to tell mm-hmm. a story about, um, like in acid trip, I have a, a bad relationship with somebody. And then track two, I'm, 
Um, I'm really depressed and I don't want anyone to help me out. And then track three, I'm starting to ask for help closer to you track four. I'm starting to get closer to somebody obviously. And then in heaven, I've fully committed to being in a relationship with somebody despite what is going on with me. I like kind of leave my, leave my destiny up to somebody else. And is like really hopeful. And then like the vibe gets more bright as it goes along mm-hmm. yeah. as well. Like heaven's like a really kind of happy, upbeat song. Like it's like a nervously upbeat, happy song. So I think headspace for that one, I, I feel like was a little bit brighter than normal. I would say. Okay. I'm so happy to hear that. That's good. Yeah. Yes. It's really good. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this record for the first time? Should they like turn off the lights, put on some headphones and just kind of listen to it? Should they go on a road trip with friends? Should they put it on at a party? What do you think? They should just be coming off an uncomfortable confrontation with their father. Okay. Um, you should definitely hit up your dad and tell mm-hmm. him like, hey, um, when I was six, mm-hmm. you told me I couldn't go to the park and I really wanted to. And yeah. you go why are you bringing this up to me? And you're like, because I want to start a fight. And then you mm-hmm. argue with your dad about it and you okay. guys come to an understanding, but an uncomfortable understanding to where mm-hmm. now when you go to family dinners, it's like weird. And maybe he apologizes more for things that he doesn't feel like he should. And it's kind of like a weird thing. Then mm-hmm. you listen to my EP. And then okay. while you're listening to my EP, you're kind of distracted. Like there's this thing going on with your dad. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then you get done with the EP and you're like, that was awesome. But I really, I should honestly talk to my father. That was oddly specific. That was, yeah, but I get it. That's that's how I most recently digested it. So I, so I think that's how (laughs) I, I kind of figured. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Next question. Yeah. Uh, So this one should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe ZP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Oh my God. Oh my God! Does that work? No. Hold oh, um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. Um. It's. And that's not one of the words. Damn. Oh. Oh God. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Thought the forward is shred, shit. Shred city, bro. <laughs> that's not <laughs> shred city, but bro. It's good. Shred city, bro. Yeah, that's I'll good. I'll take it. That's good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Critically acclaimed <laughs> songwriter Vane struggles to come up with three words to describe ZP. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the headline. I was thinking like, do I do I say something for real or do I be funny? Oh god. <laughs> I was like, oh, introspective. Uh... <laughs> not that. No, 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 no. Shred city, bro. There. Yeah, that's exactly. Let's get yeah. away from it. Shred mm-hmm. City, bro. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this record? My favorite memory that I made while creating this record? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's got to be... So when I went to go do the final song, I, I did Heaven, um, I was already... Um, in New York Um, I had already moved back to the pandemic and I had to fly back out to finish out the EP Um, I flew out and we were at the studio and it was a new studio it was Courtney's new place and it had been a while since I'd been back home Mm 
Mm-hmm. So it felt good to be in LA for, for a little bit. And, um, the day that I tracked it, we finished it up. It sounded great. I felt really good about it. I was nervous because of how uh, well done the demo was. Um, yeah. I really like felt like I killed the demo and I was scared that it was going to change in the studio. As you should, um, yeah. And then I went back to my friend Patrick's house and we, um, we bought Digimon cards and we opened up Digimon cards for a YouTube video. Oh, and, uh, and everything felt good. Everything was okay. Is that, is that Bestie Pat from Not My Weekend? That is Bestie Pat from Not My Weekend. We love yeah, Pat he, here. He is a bestie here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's Patrick. He, uh, he lives at my old house. I, uh, I moved him to where I was living uh-huh. uh, because he wanted to move to LA and I was, I was getting out anyway. So I was like, you want to live here? You want to live at my house? So he lives in my old bedroom. Uh-huh. Um, and so we opened Digimon cards up at my old house, which is now Pat's new house. <laughs> It's amazing. I love it. It's full yeah, circle. it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it made me feel good because I was like, I gave you this house, so I'm exactly like, <laughs> you wouldn't be so here felt, if this wasn't I for me. Extra awesome. I was like, mm-hmm. I just like totally recorded the song of the century, and I gave a guy a house. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking famous or whatever. Yeah, Oprah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, good things are gonna happen to me. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, so picture this: you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Snack of choice at a restaurant is um, depending on whether or not I am trying to stay in shape on tour. Not usually. Um, I go for the I go for the mini donuts. Yeah. I go for the powdered mini donuts. It's very weird. I didn't know that about myself. I've done one tour ever, mm-hmm. um, and and I went out and I didn't know what I was what. what I was going to be like on tour. I didn't know what, what my hacks were going to be. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Gatorade Propel. Ooh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What flavor Propel, though? That would be the Kiwi Strawberry. As it should be. That's their best yeah. flavor. There you mm-hmm. Go. Uh, the Kiwi Strawberry Propel and a pack of pouty donuts? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just feel alive. Um, Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I feel like I want to go like salty with it, but I don't get rid of the donuts. Mm-hmm. I add a family size bag of uh, cheddar sour cream ruffles. Ooh. There you go. Taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? And smells in the in the van in whatever vehicle we're in because you 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 pop open a cheddar sour cream ruffles and everyone's smelling it. Everybody yeah. knows. Now everybody, everybody wants knows some, but you don't want to give them any. Mm-mm. Yep, and then yeah. someone in the back is going, Jared, are you cheesing it again? And I'm like, Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about it? Yeah. Exactly. You're gonna do it. it's it's my tour, dude. Exactly. I'll cheese I'll cheese when I want to. I'll drop you off in Oklahoma. Exactly. <laughs> and you're not getting paid. Fuck you. You're not getting exactly. paid, dude. Get out mm-hmm. of here. Pat. You're done. Oh <laughs> Fuck you, Pat. Pat. God. <laughs> Where do you see the project in the next five years? So what I was going to say is that that's a funny question because um, the only other thing I had going on today, mm-hmm. uh, other than taking my dad to Lowe's, mm-hmm. was um, we had a, a meeting with a potential um, publishing partner. Okay. And um, we were looking at the deal term and the deal term was for uh, six years. And mm-hmm. then me and my manager talked about where I see myself in six years. Oh. Uh, and the term I used was a Titan. Okay. I said Titan. And I said that for myself because what you do mm-hmm. is you go, um, you swing for the fences. Mm-hmm. But if you get like a double, mm-hmm. you just get to second base. I mean, everyone claps still. Mm-hmm. 
They all just they all and sometimes sometimes you 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 aim for the fences, you strike out, and people still give you claps. They're like, hey, exactly. Man, yeah. Way to you go. tried you your go best. For it, you know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you you aim for um the greatest artist of all time, of course, and maybe a land at greatest artist of the generation. Who knows? Man. That's yeah, that's pretty good. Who yeah. knows? So I said Titan. I think um I would be really really happy if in five years I was just um like low key respected by by people who do music. I don't really mm-hmm. care as much about what i don't seek like validation from like fans or numbers on social media like i'm very happy with having like less than three thousand followers on instagram Mm. my validation is i want um other people who do what i do to like consider me someone who can hang yeah um i was in the studio working on uh a band's ep with them and uh when i left the next guy that came in to work um they said that they like called me back and they were like um just so you know uh your guitar work that you did um was better than anybody else who came in to do guitar work on the record they have like, oh, a wow. lot of guitar people and i was like that feels so good that's all mm-hmm. i want is for for so, to know someone somewhere went um yeah that veins is really good at guitar mm-hmm. that's all i want that's it so little mm-hmm. so if i end up if I end up not being the next prince, I will take being remembered fondly. Oh, right. yeah. So just like some sort of legacy within the industry. Mm-hmm. Some sort of yeah, it's just some a little bit of a little bit of recognition for being super duper awesome. There you go. That's good. good. Answer. I like that a lot. That's good. Um so for the last couple of questions, we're actually gonna shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So okay. If you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, with a drink, I appreciate that. Um, you get to wash it down with something. You get to wash it down. That's so nice. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on death row. What are my crimes? Uh, treason. Treason. Mm-hmm. Being treason too awesome. <laughs> Being too awesome and, mm-hmm. and treasoning. Yeah. Well, if it's treason, mm-hmm. treason is like, I would say, probably like a barbecue of some sort. I okay. think you barbecue after treason. Um, yeah, definitely. Because treason, you know, it doesn't it doesn't happen quickly. I think barbecue takes time, and so does it treason. Does. Exactly. So I would go. I'd probably go like with a, a smoked brisket sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe some cornbread. Mm-hmm. And I think I would wash it down because we're being indulgent here. This is the last meal. I wash it down with like a root beer float. I think. Oh, so yeah. true. There you go. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. And oh, then when okay. they electrocute me, they're like, they're like, that was a lot of food, man. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna have a they're lot like, of how cleanup. did you do that? And I'm like, well, I'm scared for my life. <laughs> exactly. Let me eat. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh, oh. one fictional world for a week. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I would live in I would live in the i'm like kind of a nerd um but i'm like such an all-encompassing nerd i'm a nerd about like everything that you could possibly be a nerd about a little bit Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm i'm struggling between saying um like the marvel comic uh verse not specifically the cinematic but i feel like every one of the comic gets a superpower eventually Mm -hmm. yeah um 
especially if I have a name in the comics, they ever list my name. I'm getting superpowers. Yeah, you're yeah. To do with my yeah. name. Yeah, you're gonna have your own spinoff comic. Actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah. it's not gonna do really well. It'll be like on the X Men side of things, and people oh. don't like that as much. No. <laughs> Um, or I would say uh, the Elder Scrolls universe. I, I, I really like like fantasy. Yeah. Like knights and dragons and things. So true. That's that's an amazing pick. I love that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person you've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. Oh. What's your favorite color? Blue. I could have only guessed. Yeah. You have a is... specific shade of blue. Everything Cy- that he's wait, wearing. Um, like turquoise? Cyan, turquoise, yeah. aquamarine. Oh, all the blues. Yeah. yeah, it's on the on the greener side of blue. Mm-hmm. On the babier side of the greener side of blue. On the sky okay. side. Yeah. Like on the corner yeah. of sky blue mm-hmm. and red foo. Um, Wonderful. Banger. Yeah. I hope they come back. I really do. a year of comebacks, so. That was my favorite band when they when they dropped uh, Party Rock Anthem. I was like, no one's no one's ever written a better song. I was going to be a no. party rocker, but I didn't have the money for the outfit. <gasps> I learned how to shuffle and everything. Oh I, I wish I could shuffle. I would really like. I to can't bring dance, but I can shuffle. Like, yeah. like that's all that matters. That's all you I can need shuffle with the best of them. I really think yeah. that's all you need to party rock. Yeah, exactly. there you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. But at parties, you're like the number one coolest person because that song is yeah. still cool 10 years later. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, and everyone thought I was the coolest person at the party for shuffling every time that song came on. Yeah. As they should. As they should. Yeah, they were all like, you know that Vangs guy? He can play guitar, but I heard. He can also <laughs> shuffle. Really he fucking can good. shuffle? Yeah. Like like LMFAO? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I heard he memorized the whole dance from the music video <laughs> of Party Rock Anthem, and he did it with his little brother so so much. When the song came out, that he can still do it. Wow! Oh my God. Ten, memory. Ten whole years later. Mm-hmm. Ten whole years later, he still got it. Yeah. That's there remarkable. Yeah. True party rocker. Honestly, yeah. Until I die. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Um. Yeah. Everyone go stream LMFAO. <laughs> yeah. Um, they deserve it, honestly. They do. Um, their nephew and uncle. I don't think people talk about that enough. Yeah, that's they crazy, don't. right? Yeah, that's the craziest part of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I think go everybody go check out Electric Blue, um, on whatever platform, but Spotify, so I can see the numbers. Um, and buy some merch. We just dropped some merch, and look out for more things I'm doing later on. Just be a fan of me, you know. Love mm-hmm. me is all I want to say. There you go. Solid. Well, thank you for sending out the spin veins, and we've been the Good Noise Podcast.